Sports Scope, a podcast with two guys in their 20s, giving the perspective on the games that we love, headlines of pop culture, and the meaning behind it all. Uh, I'm your host, Quentin Burns, and my kind of Barcel on board, so it's not able to be on for this one, but I'm joined by two special guests. I'm Isaiah Barth, who is a good friend of mine. Thanks so much for being, for being on, bro. Uh, no problem, man. Yeah, definitely. And also, Jamil Davis, he's been a, a long-time guest for the show, a really good friend of the show, and thank you also for being on, man. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be on. <laughs> I'm happy to I'm happy to finally be on during the video the, 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 the video era. As the I video like era, it's the new era. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. And we have and for this episode, we're going to review a lot of different albums um, for this one. But to start off with Freddie Gibbs, Soul Soul separately review and just thoughts on some of the best tracks um, in this new album. You know, you know, even though there may not be the same lyrical and thematic occasion as Alfredo, it still has just a strong conceptual framework. Um, plus, has opulent sounding beats like Space Rabbit and Blackest in the Room. Um, which contain just surgical bars and navigates between just the rapid fire realities of dealing and soul searching. Um, but to you, Jamil, like it started off, like what were your initial thoughts on it when you heard it and just some of your takeaways? Um, right now, for right now for me, it's between Freddie Gibbs and Jid for album of the year. Mm. Like that, that literally was my initial thoughts after listening to the album. I was like, I was like, oh man, Freddie actually got it. Freddie been on this nice three album run. It's a crazy run. You know, um, Pinata, Alfredo, and now Soul, Soul, Soul separately. Which yeah. not too many people realize this, but this is actually his major label solo album debut. Mm. Like all the other stuff that's come out on major labels have been like collab, collab yeah. albums with him and another producer. But yeah. this is like this is Freddie. This is strictly, strictly Freddie. Yeah. Um, and he don't, Freddie don't disappoint. Freddie never disappoints. Never. And um, I was very, very, very impressed with with this album. And like I said before, it's, it's, it's Freddie, Freddie and Jid, and they can interchange as Any far as who is number one. <laughs> um, and then right behind them too is Joey. Yeah, man. And, yeah. And, 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 and for you, like Jamil, like did you expect Freddie to out to like in terms of like comparing this to one maybe Alfredo? Like, how do mm-hmm. you? I, I know it's early; the album just dropped. But like, how do you feel about like how it is compared to an album like Alfredo, which just had The Alchemist going off of the production and it also being Grammy nominated? Um, I I feel like this is going to be another. This, this is going to be another award nominated, possibly yeah. an award winning album. Um, I think Freddie is Freddie is definitely going to get some looks on this one. Yeah. Um, I would venture to say, just because of the actual concept that he built around the album, that this might be a tad bit better mm. than Alfredo. Okay. Um. And the fact that he was able to... He got out of his comfort zone. He got out of his comfort zone in this one. Compared yeah, to the exactly. Well. Yeah. And he was able to use so many... He was able to use so many top quality producers. Not taking anything away from... Not taking anything away from the fact that he had just one producer on Alfredo. He had one producer on Pinata. Because, I mean... Alfredo was Alchemist and Pinata was Mad Lib. So what more can you that's, want? <laughs> that's nothing to sneeze at. But yeah. I mean he was able to go he was able to go get Justice League. Yeah. And 
and do a Justice League song and sound really good over a Justice League beat. He 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 had Alchemist come and do too. He got um, DJ DeHai to come and do like he was able to get these producers and he was able to get some quality. Um, he was able to get some quality features that made sense. He got DJ Paul on the album, and the song is produced by DJ Paul. By DJ Paul, exactly. Yeah, um, he got Money Bag Yo. Um, no, no, I mean, that he, song is fire. That song is crazy. Yeah, that, song is yeah. that song is crazy. Like that's that's literally one of my favorite songs <laughs> on the entire album, and because I, I was like, it makes it makes sense. The features make sense. Yeah, like you can you can sometimes go and get features just to clout chase. Or you can go and get features that make sense, and the features made, the features make perfect sense, yeah. and that's what made the album, that's what made the album so great to me. Um, and shouts out, like I applaud Freddie. It, this, For real, man. this, this was this was one. This was this was the one. So yeah. For you, Isaiah, like li- listening to this album and just kind of like some of your takeaways. Like, how did you feel like when you first heard it and everything that he put together? Well, to be honest, like first the production on it, like yeah, he used he did he really used his resources now. I'd say you know what I'm saying because there's a lot more producers on this than you know, just like he said, the one producers that he had like you know in the past. Some of the songs for me, I seen like were like I guess like three six mafia stuff like inspired or like what else Bone Thugs and Harmonies. Yeah. Inspired, mm-hmm. like the one with um offset. Like mm-hmm. I recognized that flow and that that cadence immediately. It was like, oh, that's three, that's that three six, mm-hmm. exactly. You know and yeah. like you know I'm saying, even when he was on, like it just so like I just felt like it's so like he showed like his versatility mm-hmm. on like what he could do on different beats on this one. Yeah, to me, like this is already top five, like for oh, for, for sure. the year. easily already, like. Yeah. I'm still crafting my top five, but that's gonna be like that's definitely gonna be up there. Yeah, you know I'm saying ain't really too much to say, but you know, what I'm saying this is a great album. Yeah, for sure. Um, and to, to you, Jamil, like, would you have like, are there any tracks that you would put like maybe at the top of your list of ones that you kind of go back to a lot? Because to me, like, "Lack Us in the Room" was a really good track. Too much, definitely. Um, I think "Grandma Stole" was that was another one with, with music "Soul Child," like a, a really high level track. Like, were there any like main ones that you kind of go back to the most? Um, I found the instrumental for Blackest in the Room, so I'm I'm probably gonna low key do a mixtape. You going crazy? Like, I'm gonna do a mixtape joint over Blackest in the Room. I'm gonna be ready for that. Um, one. Yo, we should do we should do a track the the uh, of the um of Freddie Gibbs. Oh yeah, that's yes. that, that, yeah, that's yeah. what we gotta do. That's what we gotta do. I figured it out now. Yeah. I figured it out now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Bruh. but yeah, Blackest in the Room. Um. Too much, yeah. Zipper bags, because oh, um, Katrina K- K- spazzed out on that beat. Like, like I mean, just the beats on here. Of- the beats on here. I know there are other rappers that are just losing their mind listening to these beats. Like, bro, literally, like you can't say too. You can't say too much about Freddie's rapping, but like the the production on this album was top notch. So yeah, yeah, blackest in the room. Zipper bags, too much. Um, lobster omelet, Lo- lobster omelet, lobster omelet, lobster omelet could have actually, it could have gone either way. You could have put that on a Ross album, 
or you could have put it on a you know that's you what i'm saying it it's interchangeable it's interchangeable it's really interchangeable man um feel no pain feel no pain is my favorite feel no pain is my favorite song on the album like my anderson, two favorite anderson songs Pac- on the album with anderson Pac and raekwon yeah. yeah my two favorite songs on the album are blackest in the room and feel and feel no pain um but i also love gold rings and grandma stove um, and the bonus track, the the bonus track, the coded with, with Scarface, like Freddie Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T was a match made in heaven, bro. Like those two on the track, everybody was looking forward to it. Everybody was looking. Yes, forward it to was. That. It's it's literally like it's literally like Pacino, Pacino and De Niro at they sitting at, at the prime. coffee table. <laughs> yeah, Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs. For real, there it is. For real. Let's hand it to you. <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. To, to you, Isaiah, were there any tracks that you kind of go back to uh, the most in this one? Uh, let me check my playlist. Every song that I that I like, I put them on a playlist. Same. Let me see. Let's see. Um... Yeah, Blackest in the Room, Pain and Strife, and Too Much. Yeah. And uh, the, the Lobster Omelette. Those are those are just too fire. I don't know. There's something about that three six flow that I like. When especially when Freddie Gibbs do it. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like he spazzed on that one. Definitely. That might be my number one for that one. Would he? Either- that, um, blackest in the room. Then lobster omelet and too much. Mm-hmm. For sure. Would either of you say say like there was like a best feature? Like like do you guys think there was a feature on here that you say was like the top one, the, the person that really kind of fit on the track perfectly in this album? I got three. Okay. So I have so I have so I have three songs that had dope features. Um him and Pusha. For sure. Him him and Pusha. It's like who can talk about crack the best? <laughs> That's literally what that was. Yeah. Um, feel no pain. Mm. You almost thought that that didn't make sense until you hear the song. And then it's like, oh, this is perfect. Like the the way to beat the way the beat was laid out, it sounded like an old beat that could have been on. Raekwon's Olin Built for Cuban Links album. Mm-hmm. Um, Freddie gets on there and does what he does. People forget that just because Anderson Park is in Silk Sonic, that he really does rap. Like he legitimately raps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Raekwon is Raekwon is the chef. So yeah. And, and then the other one, and then the other one was was too much. Cause money, um, the other one's too much. Cause money bag, yo. That was a perfect yeah. feature for that track. That was a perfect, <laughs> yeah. That was really a perfect feature for that for that one. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just astonished by that one. I was like, yeah. I had to go back and listen and, and listen to that one a couple of times. So, for sure. Yeah. Isaiah, to, to you, like, was there a best feature on this one? Waycorn, hands down for me. Waycorn. Waycorn is like. He's one of my. It's like he's like my top two in the Wu Tang. Mm. I mean, you can see the shirt right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Period. Thanks, but yeah, like, you know, he's top two, and that and number one would probably be Shaheem. Uh, he's now. I don't think he's on Wu Tang anymore, but 
He was like the low kid. He was like the low kid on 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 on. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> this uh, Raekwon always be spazzing. Like this, not, like like you will never hear a bad verse from Raekwon. Mm-hmm. Ever. Shout, shout out to shout out to Wu Tang because you know they just did this. They, I mean, and they're still on it now. So they're doing this New York State of Mind tour yeah. with them, Nas, and Busta Rhymes. Like, what type of ill combination is that? Um, and they were they were in they were in Tampa a few weeks ago, and I was able to go to I was able to go to the Tampa show. Um, wow! And to and to see. Wu Tang live on stage, um, no, and and let's throw this let's throw this out here. So the best verse that Nas has ever written in his life was not on a Nas album; it was on Raekwon's album on Verbal Intercourse. That's the best Nas verse ever mm-hmm. in the history of mankind. And to watch them perform that song live, right. like. Yeah. Nas, Ray, and Ghostface is on stage live performing verbal intercourse. I was 13 years old all over again. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is really out. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It's, it's video of it on my Facebook. But like, yeah. Best, best night that's ever. Bonkers. That That and seeing Nas perform The World Is Yours mm. live. Because because quick fact, The World Is Yours is the song that made me decide I wanted to be an MC. Wow. Like, I want, to, I want to rap after seeing Run DMC Walk This Way video. But I wanted, like, I was like, yo, like, this is what I want to do in my life. Yeah. I want to do this after I saw Nas's The World Is Yours video. So to to see him perform that on stage live, mm-hmm. like, and the and the people that were around me was just like in awe because I knew every word right. to the song. They was just like, like it was it was this lady that was sitting next to me with her husband, and she was just like, "Honey, look," and she <laughs> and they was pointing to me, and I'm just rapping, I'm just rapping this song word for word with with tears in my eyes because they was like, "Yo, like." His wife was like, "Yo, like he is breaking down." I was, bro, like, y'all have no idea. Like, it the 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 thirteen fourteen year old kid was in front of his heroes, <laughs> watching no them way. watching them work. So, like, yeah, no, shout out shout out to Nas and Wu Tang, bro. Like, that's if if you in a if you in an area where these last couple of dates is gonna be at, y- y'all gotta go. Yeah, that's that's the show to go see. Sure. It's worth the money. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And and and, and um, another album I wanted to get to that you know me and Savon have already reviewed, but but I haven't reviewed it with you guys. It's Joey Badass two thousand. Like that's one of like the defining albums of the year. Like to you, Isaiah, like that's one I know you really like a lot. Like, how do you mm-hmm. feel about how that album has like aged over the months and just kind of like how it's still ranking up with some of the best this year? Bro, I still play every song on that album, bro. Just go back to the album, just listening to every single like time I feel like it. Yeah, like it's like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know what I'm saying? I grew, I grew up like not too far from Joey. You know what I'm saying? And like having, the, you know, seeing the impact that he had in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's just like, oh, yo, he's bringing New York back. Like he got, he's on them old school beats and all that, you know. And he's, you know, and. 
it's like funny to see like how the fans have really changed with Joey. Like like one day they like yeah. Joey, next day they don't. they don't. One day they like what he's doing and then he hops on a trap. Oh no, nah, this is a trash or whatever. And then like he I feel like he had a lot to prove with this one. Because a lot, yeah. I, I don't seen a lot of people talk about, oh, is Joey falling off or this and that? Like, just because he hopped on one trap beat or a couple. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, everybody's just like, oh, is he falling off? And then he's just like, oh, y'all think I'm falling off? 2,000 throws it at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? On your head and, like, <laughs> and like, he's been, he's like been, before, before like the Forever Story came out, that was number one for me. That's how good. That's how good it was for me. Yeah, man. that showed how I, much G, how much GID is an artist now. Like just just not a rapper, man. Like that was that yeah. was his. That's a fact, but you know, Joey, man, he like. I don't know if it could compare like compare it to nine like nineteen ninety nine. Like maybe bar bar wise, nineteen I was better, but like overall, I feel like two thousand is better because like. Everything came together, you know what I'm saying, with the bars, the production, the features, you know what I'm saying, the pictures that he set per track, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything, like, you know what I'm saying? I still, you know what I'm saying? Like, his deepest track to me right now is um, Survivor's Guilt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can tell that's, you know what I'm saying, that's, a you know what I'm saying, looking back on um, Survival Tactics. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? He's been holding, like, you know what I'm saying, all this in for so long. There's a lot that he had to say, you know what I'm saying, on that track. And he's been holding it in for so long. And, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, you could t- you could feel the pain when he's, when he's spitting that. You know what I mean? For sure. And then, like, the rest of the songs on the album was just straight heat. Definitely. Like, that's, like, that's, that, that's, man... It's between to me. It's between Forever Story and Two Thousand. That could be interchanged. For sure. I mean, and, and for you, Jamil, like looking at both of those albums because those are ones that people that is critically acclaimed. People talk about it a lot. Like, what are, what are your thoughts on the contrast of those two albums, and which one do you do you kind of prefer more at this point? And I, 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 and, I and I know like they're both so high up there, but if there's one you could pick between the two, which one would it be? For me. If you put me on, if you put me on a desert island and told me that I had to pick between Forever Story and Two Thousand, I'm picking Forever Story, and that's not to take anything away from Joey and from Two Thousand and from Two Thousand, because to me, Two Thousand is Two Thousand is the evolution of Joey as an artist 99 is just yo i got bars and i'm about to show y'all exactly how many bars i'm gonna yeah. hit y'all over the head with. for sure waves waves is bars mm-hmm. but with an introspective but with an introspective outlook on it survival tactics is bars like it's because yeah. that just bar after bar after bar on 99 2000 was I learned how to actually create songs. I learned how to actually craft songs. And now I know how to be a complete artist and step into my own as an artist. Like 2000 literally is 
So the, I feel like the best way to describe 2000 from 99, 99 is ready to die. And 2000 is life after, after death. death. Mm. Because really 99, really good comparison. 99 is Biggie yeah. just learning how to be an artist because he was able to spend some time with Puff yeah. and with the hitmen to understand what an artist is, but it's still bar heavy. Yeah. 2000 sure. is me, Puff, and the hitmen got locked up in a we got locked up in the studio for like a few months and I now know how to put songs together. Me and Junior Mafia know how to put songs together. And now we're going to give you this double disc and, and hope you enjoy it. Thankfully, Joey didn't do no double disc. Yeah, that's tough like, to pull off, man. That's yeah. And it's, and it's tough to pull off when you don't. It's, it's tough to pull off without having any filter, any filler tracks. That's the thing about double albums, because a lot of artists, they they know if they can't hit the mark, they got to put in filler tracks. And that's where the yeah. album gets lost in. It gets lost in the shuffle. And also, so it's being tool of the generation. You feel me? Like, yeah. not too many people can handle anything past, like, 12 tracks. That's the other piece. For and sure. that's the other reason why I was like, yeah, glad he didn't do uh, a double disc. Um yeah. But no, that's that's really what two thousand is. Two thousand is two thousand is the equivalent of life after, of life after death for for Brooklyn. Because I know Joey, I know Joey, a Brooklyn kid, and um, it's not too many, it's not too many MCs that really hold it down for Brooklyn now, outside of Joey and outside of Joey and Sky Zoo. Yeah. Um, but Joey does it. And Joey does it very well. Um, make me feel where I belong. Um, zip codes. Zip codes. Survivor, well. Survivor's guilt. Um, he had Jed on the album. On, yeah. on "Wanna Be Loved," and that was that was nasty. Yeah. Um, but my favorite song on the whole entire album is "Brand New 911. Oh my goodness, bro. Uh, Brandon Nine Eleven is my joint. Is stupid. Brandon Nine Eleven is my joint. Like, cause, yeah. cause, and and willing to know this, I'm a Griselda fan. Oh yeah. Like, Griselda, my team. Benny the Butcher is the best rapper out in this new class of MCs. Period. So when when you get Westside on the track, and you have Westside do what he do over a static selector track like that. Yeah, it's it's magic. So um, I'm gonna say this: another album. Since you're a bigger Zelda fan, you need to listen to is is Rome Streets. Kiss the ring, bro. Rome Streets. <laughs> That's the album you gotta listen to. Like that, bro. It, it's up there. That's another. There's been a lot of good albums I released. That one is up there as well. So and that was and, and that's gonna be that's gonna be my listening for tomorrow. So for sure. yeah. Definitely, because everybody been talking about Rome. Everybody been talking about this Rome Streets album. I'm telling I was you, like, bro. it's it's serious. It is. Yeah. I listened to it this morning. I was like, man, he's he's making a case up there, up there as well. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, and now we're getting to the second half of our album reviews, and to start off with Kid Cudi's Intergalactic. 
um, in this new album, which was, you know, for the animated experience and, and, and show on Intergalactic, there's stimulating tracks and splashes of different vibes as it, you know, flows well. And there's just an easygoing nature of the entire project. Um, to you, Isaiah, like, like, what were some of the best elements of this and just kind of like how, how you feel he put this one together? Well, for starters, like when I first listened to this album, like, I forgot how much like I like Kid Cudi like that, to be honest. Yeah, man. Like... To, like it took me back. It really took me back. <laughs> Even some of the tracks on it is like very like two thousand and ten, like or two thousand, yeah. like early, like late two thousands. I mean, yeah. But it's just like you could tell, like yo, like he's not a, he's definitely not a regular rapper. You feel me? He never was. Like this, I feel like this is like a prime example of like how much of an artist he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, like as like an artist rapper. He's the one that, like, everybody from, like, a lot of people from this generation looked up to. And you could kind of see it through, like, some through some of these tracks. Like, um... Like, the like, Don Tolera feature, the, the Ty Dolla Sign one, like, I mean, yeah, he has some really dope collabs on here as well. And I feel as though Cuddy knows how to collaborate with artists, like... He does. He still does. Like even even when he even when he's featured, like we were even talking about um um I think it was this this past weekend, but the IMY two track he did with Drake on COB, like he knows how to collab with the best artists. And even on on this project, I feel as though um especially with the with even two chains, two chains, um um Don Tolliver, like he just he just really I, I think he it wasn't like his best project, but it was one where he inter inter Related just a lot of different tracks and his mind as a producer as well is, is up there that's what i'm saying the production on the it's like because he makes his own beats right yeah 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 that's probably why because it's just like the way he's like able to like be like an instrument in these in these yeah. in these beats that he's created it's just like wow like it's and, that melodic feel that he taps into that is just yeah. like Bro, it really made me remember how why people felt as though he was going to be so special, and why I mean he still has had a special career. I mean, I mean he's not. Uh, he said recently he's going to take a break from music after this album, but this album really took me back to like, okay, this is why we all love Kid Cudi. Like, like, like exactly. this is if this was like a greatest hits project, it showed, hey, this is why Cudi's up there. Exactly, like, bro. Let me like look at my phone. Look at how many tracks I look at how many tracks I saved on 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 it from from his album. Yeah, man, it's a lot. That's how like, bro, I I could easily myself going see myself going back to these songs tonight. That's what I'm telling you. I was doing it last night. Last night I was listening to it, man. Like this is a dope. This is a dope project to me. I really feel as though he 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 put put together something that was that was really good. Like in terms of him saying that he's gonna take a break a little bit. Like, do you feel as though? especially with where he's at in his career, like he's the Kanye beef was another thing recently. Mm-hmm. There've been so many other different things that have been on the outside of music. That I feel as though have, have affected him. Like, does that surprise you to hear him say like, I'm going to take a break or is it one of those things where you think that some of the outside things have kind of affected him and his creative process? I'm not surprised. I mean, his music is all about literally mental health oh, yeah. for the most part. Like you could tell, like you know, what I'm saying everybody was calling him soft when he came out. You know, what I'm saying for expressing his feelings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm not surprised. You know, what I'm saying that he's you know taking the precautions. You know, what I'm saying to help his mental health. You feel me? For sure. 
Like, bro. As a producer, like as a producer, bro, this was like heaven. You know That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Like, I, I know for you, you you could have appreciated this even more. Like, what aspect of his producing do you like admire the most? Like, even for you, like you know, you want you make a lot of beats. Like, what a part of his of his style and his craft kind of like inspires you the most? Well, like, I'm really into like kind of like the his like ambience. Like every time he creates like an ambient track. And it's just like the you know what I'm saying the chords that that are involved with it and like the different sounds like you know some sounds that you wouldn't expect you know what I'm saying like weird sounds you know what I'm saying I like all that stuff you feel me and to see how he puts them together mm-hmm. and like you know what I'm saying creates music you know what I'm saying exactly like it's it's you know what I'm saying and he you know what I'm saying he inspired a lot of people you feel me to make beats. And to like, and to also, you know, to rap as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Travis Scott even said it himself. If there wasn't no Kid Cudi, you know what I'm saying? Be... Yeah. Was it Kid Cudi or was it Tra- Was it Kanye? I think he said Kid Cudi, right? I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Kid Cudi, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just sure go with Kid Cudi. So <laughs> if, it, if, it's, if it's what we're talking about now. <laughs> it's what we're talking about. If there was no Kid Cudi, there'd be no Travis Scott. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. Even like Drake. You know what I'm saying? I feel like from early on in his career, he took inspiration from... Oh, he definitely took inspiration. You listen to a lot of So so Far Gone, and that is heavily, I think heavily inspired by it. what some of Kid Cudi has been do- was doing. So Yeah. yeah. But honestly, yo, that album, and <laughs> even though, you know what I'm saying, it's not his best album, because I would say, you know what I'm saying, there was a couple of skips like, yeah, I definitely. I wasn't yeah, really, definitely. I wasn't really jacking the the two chains one to be honest. I I was not doing that one. I, I was, was not. not I wasn't that. really. I wasn't really jacking that one. But like everything, like, it was it wasn't a flawless project. But I think the majority of this is stuff I will go back to. I definitely, I yeah. definitely think this is stuff I, I will I will replay a lot. That's a fact. I mean, like I said, but look at my playlist. Look at right there, guys. Look at one, two, what. One, two, one, two three, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight. eight. And how many how many songs does does this thing got? Does it got fifteen? I think it's fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's 15, a high that's yeah. a high amount of saves for a fifteen song project. <laughs> that's over high half the album. Yeah, high amount on saves. my playlist. Yeah, bro, it, it was yeah. really really impressive. Um, and now getting into Tory, Tory Lane, sorry for what album, um, in this project, you know, Tory, he adds just in different melodies and aggression as he, um, doubles down on kind of like a nice for what kind of sound in a borderline R&B feel. But what were your thoughts on just, you know, the infectious hooks and some of the uh, appealing beats in it? Cause it's interesting, like Tory, he, he does have this, the public opinion of him has changed a lot, obviously. And sometimes people are divisive in terms of like, how are they going to approach one of his projects? But how did you feel about the music in this and the, the BT decided to put on it. It's just like I said, Tori's just in his element. Yeah, like he was, his, he was in his bag on this one. He, he just, I don't. It's like nothing is gonna stop him from, from another. From, I, we were talking about how Kid Cudi reminded of us how of, of why we always liked him. This album yeah. to me was the same thing with Tori. Like, oh yeah, this is why like Tori used to like be a really big deal. Exactly. Toby still is a big deal. Yeah, still though, still like, is. Yeah, still is. I know that there are things that have changed people's opinion of him, but he's still he still is a big deal. Yeah, he still is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? I always like Toby. 
you know what I'm saying, as an artist, you feel me? Because it's like he could do so many different things. Yeah. It's like, to me, he's like Drake, but on like a, in a different way. Yeah, because he do, he tries like he tries different things and it. He tries like, the Drake formula every now and then. You can tell, yeah. like the, the 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 switch up switch up the beat pattern like three minutes in, <laughs> like have two different yeah. songs in one. Like yeah, and don't forget, bro. Tory's a spitter for real. Oh yeah, like Tory could spit. Sure. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> what's that one song? I have it right here. Let me get off the keyboard. Where to start? Oh yeah, where's Bro, like this man, cause like not only he could like you know spare balls, like this man could flow. This man like, and it kind of took me back. Like I kind of was just like you know what I'm saying. It took me back to when uh remember him and Joyner would be finna in 2018. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Toy, like I don't know. Toy will never lose like the fact that he's hungry in his music. You know what I'm saying. Never. I mean, he's always hungry. Like, he's never comfortable, at least when he making music. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, never really, like, a flaw. He's never given off, like, a satisfied feel, like, ever. He's always been, like, I'm going to keep coming, keep coming with heat. And this project, he did that. Like, he even had the, uh, I don't know if you listened to the Alone at Prom, but he he did, his last album was Alone at Prom, and it was, like, more of, like, this, like, retro 80s feel to it. And you can tell he's experimental as well. He's not just like gonna stay in the hip hop R and B bag. Like he he can get experimental as well, and I think like that's Tory. He really does try to like make sure that he 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 tries new things. Like he he goes into different things and not like just make himself feel complacent. Exactly, and other people like people be like I remember when Joyner was like trying was trying to just like yo bro he was not like he dropped something calm against against Tory. He's just like nah, ain't no way he could rap better than me. And then Toy yeah. Lane just came back and just, in my opinion, in my opinion, Toy Lane's won that. Oh, just yeah. because Wonder wasn't expecting that. You feel me? Yeah. So he sure. had to retaliate fast. But this album, you feel me, just kind of proved how versatile he could be with everything. You feel me? The versatility was displayed at a really high level. Like, and that's now I think that's the thing he always wants to show that he can be versatile, and he and he did that with this part. This was a long album. This was like a twenty song. 2020 i think it was 20 songs this was a long this was a long project man like so i think and even like you said with intergalactic i saved a lot of these songs like a lot of these songs i saved um there were a few skips for me but the majority of i think he he hit the mark for real like to be like it's like the reason why you skip toy lanes is you, you'll skip a toy lane song. It's never be, it's not because like the song is bad. It's usually just you're not. It's, it's not preference. Like it's preference. It's, it's preference. always preference. Yeah. Because like, you know what I'm saying? Like as John, you know, I'm a producer. You know what I'm saying? Artist. Yeah. So I see. You know what I'm saying? I watch some of Toy's Twitch streams where it's just like he's recording in his studio. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like yeah. he always tries to get it right, you know what I'm saying? Whatever punching or whatever take he does, you know what I'm saying? It's like even if the song is not gonna be somebody's cup of tea, you know what I'm saying? You could appreciate how you know finished it is. You feel me? His songs oh, are never sure. unfinished. Yeah, definitely. Um, and now getting into to the vision and jagged edges. Uh, uh what's up, single? Um, the song was mm-hmm. produced both by both Jermaine Dupree and Brian Michael Cox, which you know both a slow burning instrumental and extremely passionate vocals. And it's division. They've been in an interesting like position because like in their last track, if I get caught, caught cheating, had like major hate on it. 
most people like were not were not feeling it at all. Like, like, how do you feel about this this song? And do you think it was a good follow up to kind of like the criticism they had got with their last single? Bro, that that it did a whole one eighty on the public on the public view. Seriously, it went from Instantly. literally like it went from literally like 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 modern day R and B. You know what I'm saying? And then he flipped that around into like old school on he like did you see the video yeah videos. the man was crying in the rain niggas that's that's where it used to be at crying. that's where it used to be at man i'm telling you r&b doesn't saying, do like, it like that anymore like nobody was crying in the rain for like 15 years and he brought that back like you know Bro. what i'm saying and Literally. he brought that in like yo that's that's like the that was like that's like a definition of like True R and B, yes. You know what I'm saying? They went back to the core. I like how they, the they went back to the core. They went. They really sure. went back to the core. Like he even got Jim, Jim, like Jermaine Dupri. That's you know a goal, man. That's, That's a goal. goal. Made possibly one of the you know greatest R and B albums ever in Confessions with Usher. Like, bro, like that's exactly. Come on, man. Like you're not missing with Jermaine Dupri. Like, the vis- <laughs> like never. Yeah, like to be honest, bro. Like the vision, like I feel like he released one of the best R and B tracks of all year. Oh yeah, because this really brought it back. You know what I'm saying to you know what I'm saying what people miss in R and B or what people was talking about what's missing in R and B today. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because a lot of R and B is considered toxic. A lot of R yeah, a lot of R and B is just considered toxic, and it's just it. I think today's R and B is good, but it doesn't have what '90s, what the vintage era of, of R and B had. Like, there was something that was in '90s R and B that was like literally like, it was made. It was love music. It literally was that. <laughs> today's is a lot different. Like R and B artists are more yeah, like because- rappers than rappers are. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like because it's just like R and B at the like R and B in the '90s had a formula to keep it afloat. Yeah. Nowadays it really doesn't. Or it does, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? You could find the same things in rap now. You feel me? For sure. Or rap influence I feel like rap influenced the R and B. That's the thing. It's like I mean R and B is going to be influenced no matter what generation we're in. Mm -hmm. But it's just like you could see it clearly, you know what I'm saying? How like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a fine line or like a very not a fine line, but like a very Weathered line, yeah, yeah, like for a sure. line that's pretty much pretty much gone away. Between yeah, it's like faded. R&B mm-hmm. and like you know what I'm saying, rap. because you know you had trap soul. You know what I'm saying, and I enjoy trap soul. You know what I'm saying, oh like, yeah, definitely. Or yeah. the trap soul artists and all that, but it's like that kind of like you know what I'm saying, erase that line. For sure, that's what I that's why I feel like you know what I'm saying on B. I guess it's kind of taking a back seat. Because most of them could be considered rappers right now. Mm-hmm. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and that's what makes it so... That's what makes it so different. I think, you know, like, Division... Like, uh, another thing, how do you feel as though, like, do you think this is the, the a good enough single to build up... Like, do you think this could be their last single before their next album drops? Like, like do you think this was good enough to be like, hey, like, they're ready whenever, maybe next month, to, like, finally put this project out? No, they, I think they ready. Yeah, I, I really think they ready because like this was 
This track showed to me that it was. This time. had to be. This track this showed to me this pretty was big. You know? Yeah, it sure. was. Uh, you created a series that everybody was tuning into. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's only two songs, two part series, two song series, whatever. Yeah. Feel me from if I get caught cheating, but um, what's dang, up? That song. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. It's leaving my head because of how you know what I'm saying how good it was. Yeah, bro. But like freaking really yeah, like it really did a one eighty. Like because you have every you had all the females' attention for one. That's what you. That's really the main thing you need. A girl, you know what I'm saying. All the girls' attention for R and B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, people arguing over this. You have people doing their own remixes to this song, doing it in a female in a female perspective. You saying a girl's perspective? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Instead of the male perspective. And then like, and then he comes out with this, and then just people just like, wait, maybe he's not, maybe he's not that toxic after all. You know what I'm saying? And then a lot of people is just like, and they said oh, this is the division. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they even mm-hmm. said like, hey, like just wait on the next single because that's the one where you guys are really gonna get what we're trying to do. And they they flipped mm-hmm. it. They literally flipped it the, the perfect way. And I think, like you said, like the this was the the right build up, and they're gonna be ready whenever that album drops for sure. That's what I'm saying, and it's got enough hype to drop it right now. Yeah, you got like I'm like especially with the when it, when the if I get caught cheating, like Queen Naja, freaking I, I was on the lava. It was like Queen Naja, him and uh, man, um, Capella Gray. Yeah, we're all arguing about this song. Tell man, me. I'm saying it's just like that's crazy. I'm getting celebrities' reaction to this song, you feel me? Yeah, it it literally caused that much of a stir. It, the stir that it caused up was was the was crazy, man. Caused. And they and they got what they wanted. That's that's what you want. You want people to if people aren't talking about your 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 music in a good or bad way, you're not you're doing something wrong. So with, yeah. they they literally f- figured out the perfect marketing marketing strategy and and and, and milked it, you know, the right way. So absolutely. Um, and, and now getting into our last single, uh, our, our, our last review with Smino featuring J. Cole's single 90 Proof. Um, in this new track, Smino is kind of on a certain thematic path, and there's just a, a silky cadence complemented by Dreamy backing vocals. And even with J. Cole's verse, you know, he had just a cautious gloating packed into it. Um, but to you, like, what did you think about like this being a smooth track and just kind of like how it tied into the theme of, of a Smino song? Um, First off, I want to say like, yo, bro, everybody, it's like every everybody's in love like this time for, this time around this summer. I mean, for oh, like, you had Kid Cudi talk about love half his song, then you know what I'm saying the Vision released that song, and then you know what I'm saying, you know, and um J Cole with that song. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing a pattern. I'm seeing a pattern. Seeing a here. pattern. Like, <laughs> it, it's cuffing season is coming. It's cuffing, cuffing season. season. It's definitely cuffing season. You know what I'm saying, yeah, but like. This was definitely a smooth track, and they did it their own way. Yes, I like, like that. You know what I'm saying? Smino is like, you could definitely see, like, they're experimenting with, like, the vocals. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then J. Cole, like, that with the verse on, um, with the verse, it kind of reminded me of, like, when like, he was on, um, Pretty Little Fears with Black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was, like, the same vibe. This is, like, kind of, like, the same vibe it was given. For sure. Like, 
don't like they need to like Jayco needs to hop on more on more song like love songs like that. I'm telling you, man. That's what I was thinking too. Like he can get in that bag. Like he definitely can can get in that bag more. Like that showed me, that showed me something. Yep. And you know what I'm saying, Smino, you know what I'm saying, experimental as always. Yeah. Saying did a great job with that, to be honest. This is a calm, you know what I'm saying? It's a really calm track. For sure. It it, it absolutely is, man. Well, also, I, I wanted to to, 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 to uh, shout out Jamil. Thank, uh, thank, thank, thank him so much for being on. And Isaiah, thank you so much for being on as well, bro. Like, this was an absolute pleasure. Lo- love when we can do this, man. That's a fact. We can do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that wraps it up for tonight. I'm your host, Winsor Burns. This has been Full Scope. See you later.